0: This is the Dandelion Roots podcast with brain injury survivor Isabella and her service dog, Mr. Figgles. Reconnecting to the world by deepening our roots into the soil of life, emerging from the darkness and blooming into the light. Our episodes will center around real-life experiences on this healing journey of self-discovery with chit-chat over a cup of tea, deep insights, and performance poetry. To bring hope and understanding to the deeper corners of the mind for all those who are struggling, regardless of their why. So join us for a sense of community on this journey into a new life. Hello everyone. It's 8.32 p.m., On Thursday, December 16th, 2021, the moon is almost completely full tonight, and we are in the Colorado mountains. So tonight, I've decided to do a freestyle writing exercise before bed, and I thought I would go ahead and share with you what I wrote Um, As a side note, this is a really great way to work through different emotions that come up and how you do it is you start with a concept or just one sentence and then you just keep writing and you don't judge what comes up and you don't worry about uh, punctuation or anything like that or grammar. You just write what comes up. You let that thought flow regardless of what direction it takes and it's always interesting to go back and read and the idea is that you're connecting with your subconscious in a way that's more difficult to do um, when your ego is getting in the way shall we say okay so I'm going to go ahead and read this to you tonight and maybe it'll inspire you to do a freestyle writing exercise of your own If it was one thing my father worked hard at installing in me as a child was discipline. Awareness. Disciplined awareness. We had to know how to endure. There were no cell phones back then and you had to be prepared for anything because no one was coming to save you. I grew up with stories of endurance, of pain and survival. We were not to quibble. We were not to complain. It would only waste our energy. It would not help us to endure. You had to be prepared to walk miles on a broken leg or still get the harvest in after a machine took a finger or three earlier in the day because lives depended on it. Because your life depended on it. I was raised to endure, to survive at all costs. Happiness came second. Joy only came if you were lucky, if you were blessed by the fates. Otherwise, you toiled at the work you were given and you did not complain. And so in my life, I've endured. I've survived. I'm also the only one in my line, the only one to my knowledge, who said no to the adults. I was difficult. I was their conscious and moral compass, I questioned everything and said all the things adults don't like to hear. I told them how to live their lives. I said, stop drinking. Don't you want to see your grandchildren grow up? Stop smoking so much pot. Do you want to let the demons in? In my family, we are gateways, each one of us, gateways, doorways to other places, other worlds. We hold the keys. We are the guardians of the thresholds of the in-between. It is vital that we know how to endure. It is vital that we have disciplined awareness. It is vital we do not get lost in addiction. My mother always told me that prophets were never welcomed in their own homes, just as she was never welcomed. She told me to hide my truths, stick to the shadows don't speak to anyone of what I quote-unquote see she wasn't the first to force me into hiding and I'm certain she won't be the last to try with her death of this I am free free of it all of every chain placed on me and every shadow wrapped around me to hide my light now I am a beacon I am a place others take refuge in when they're tired and shrouded in darkness. My tools? Plants, yoga, massage, Reiki, energy work, meditation, handmade soaps and lotions, proper nutrition, high quality vitamins, water, salt, and other electrolytes. I am walking the path I've always been destined for, holding sacred space, for those trying to heal themselves in a shattered world. I was raised on philosophy and Carlos Castaneda, Don Juan, The Four Agreements. I fell in love with Einstein, Galileo, and Da Vinci. I am inspired by strong women who run with the wolves and sit around the fire, learning songs of creation from La Loba. I learned from the mistakes of La Llorona and kept my children safe from my own rivers of despair. I sit with trees and hold dialogue with the squirrels. I'm smart enough to admire the badger from afar and know when Hawk takes a songbird, the circle of life is present. Owl comforts me when nightmares hit at 2 and 3 a.m., The wind whispers my next steps and carries messages for me to others. This is me. I am. I smile as I watch the tiny puppy slash dog for he's six and a half years old now. Sleeping in my bed, all curled up in my blankets, all seven pounds of him. Realizing that while it's taken a long time, a lifetime, I have finally moved from a place of endurance and survival to learning how to thrive and to live in joy. But that endurance, that endurance of disciplined awareness I was originally taught, it's why I could hide my disabilities for so long. It was the words that I was supposed to stay hidden that brought shame when I couldn't. But all of that brought an exhaustion that could no longer be endured, an exhaustion of the soul so deep I did not think I would survive it. So now, now I stand in the light, I stand in my light. I become my own beacon of hope that I will be accepted regardless. And in this light, there is a freedom, an energy, a life, my life. So now, I can finally live it fully. It's time to say goodbye to the whispers in the dark, the whispers of doubt and seclusion, of fear and shame. Now I step into my truth, into my light, and I wear it proudly, shining as bright as any sun, any northern star, and the moon at its fullest. For I am them, and they are me. We are all one and the same. And if I can live my life fully, then so can you. So my husband thought it would be funny for me to include some bloopers in the podcast. And what we deem to be bloopers are funny little moments that happen now after the brain injury that would never have happened before the brain injury. And so, you know, I'm gonna follow his advice and I'm gonna share some cute little bloopers with you. So as some of you may know, I love my chocolate. Love it, love it, love it. I love all kinds of chocolate. Now, not all kinds of chocolate may love me, but chocolate is definitely, it's like my honey. Oh my goodness, I can't live without either. Chocolate and honey. And so for this particular blooper happened today um, when I was taking off my slippers to get into the shower And keep in mind, these are new slippers. They weren't super expensive, but, you know, they are brand new. And they have that beautiful, creamy, white, cushiony, brand new feeling of fabric on the inside. Really pretty color. Shows everything. And so I look down at my slippers after taking them off, and I'm like, there's this brown spot there. We're like, what is that from? And I'm checking the bottom of my foot, and I'm checking the slipper, and there's these other little pieces, brown pieces in the slipper, and I'm seeing those. And honestly, those little pieces, they look like well, maybe they could be like mouse poo. And of course, that's never anything you want to see in a brand new slipper, right? <clears throat> so I get everything cleaned up, and then I'm able to determine by the smell because yes. I smelled it to see what it was, and it was chocolate. It was chocolate. Before the head injury, that would never have happened. Like, there's just no way. I was extremely meticulous about a lot of things, and there was no way I'd be running around with chocolate on the bottom of my feet. What's particularly funny about this particular blooper is that I put those slippers on straight out of bed in the morning. Which means that that chocolate had been attached to the bottom of my foot all night while I was sleeping. And that's how it made its way into my slipper the next morning. I was appalled. I could not believe it. My husband and I got a very good laugh from that one. Um, because it was just so out of character with where life used to be at. And when things like that come up, you just, you gotta laugh them off. You gotta find the humor in it because otherwise those kind of little bloopers will drive you absolutely crazy. So that is what we would call the chocolate blooper for today. So this next blooper is about honey, because I love my honey, I probably maybe love my honey more than my chocolate, maybe, maybe not, might be tied, but so I have my honey every day, I put it in my tea, okay, so I will eat it just by the spoonful, make no mistake, I will, and it is delicious. Because I buy that beautiful ambrosia honey from Boulder, Colorado. And it is, it tastes like ambrosia. Like that's the best stuff that I've had in forever. And because I love my honey so much. And I put it in as many things as I can possibly do throughout the day. I'm finding it everywhere. I'll be walking through the kitchen and... There will be this little spot of honey on the floor and I'll step in it or I will go to open a cupboard and the outside of the door is sticky (laughs) and my husband and I we laugh a lot about this and my nickname uh, I'm hoping it's an affectionate nickname is Pooh Bear from Winnie the Pooh because Winnie the Pooh loved his honey pots right so he always had honey and everything was always sticky um you know, before the brain injury, I still loved my honey, but I was able to keep the stickiness from spreading absolutely everywhere, and now it just seems to follow me around. I feel like I am a cartoon character or something out of a book, and I, I mean, I'll find honey on my bookshelf in my bedroom, or I will find Uh, a little puddle of it somewhere in my fridge. And I don't know why it's in there because I don't put honey in my fridge. It sits in my tea cupboard. And um, so it's just popping up absolutely everywhere. And of course, it's just one of those reminders, you know, of how different things are now. But I don't know, it brings a smile to my face. Every time I find a little sticky spot somewhere in the house where a sticky spots should not be, um, I don't know, we just, it makes us all laugh. We, we find such joy in those little honey spots throughout the house, throughout our day. Mm-hmm. okay so this is your last blooper story for today and I don't know if it's so much a blooper story but uh, my husband really was just tickled pink and could not stop laughing like at all and you know he backtracked and showed me some videos so I could see what I looked like doing this and of course you know you'll hear the story and then I couldn't stop laughing it was just it was hilarious so We had this huge windstorm yesterday on Wednesday, right? 100 mile an hour winds. I mean, it was like crazy. So at our house, I'd say probably around three o'clock in the afternoon, the winds had died down and our landlord wanted to know what the damage was. And so I go outside and it's cold and it's windy and, you know, I'm fully dressed and I put on my shoes and... I don't think anything of it, and instead of grabbing a coat, which, you know, in the past, I would have grabbed a coat, and I would have been mindful of what the neighbors were watching um, while I went outside for an inspection, but, you know, there's something lately that I just, <clears throat> excuse me, I just don't care. I don't know. It's more about comfort now than anything else or appearance or fashion, Um you know, I still have to have my kids help me pick out my outfits sometimes to make sure that my patterns and my colors aren't clashing. So instead of grabbing a coat, I grab my big pink fluffy bathrobe, <clears throat> and I put that sucker on. And of course, the shoes that I choose are not tennis shoes. They're not boots. No, I put on my indoor outdoor slippers which is why I had to buy new ones from the chocolate story. And I took those outside and here I am putzing around, um, walking from one end of the yard to the other. And we do have a ring video. So we are able, you know, to see the comings and the goings of our home. And on this video, you just see me walking back and forth in the yard in my big fluffy pink bathrobe, in my slippers with a bandana tied around my hair. And I have to admit, it was pretty funny because if you're looking at that video and you didn't know that I was out there inspecting for wind damage on the roof and the exterior of the house and the fence, I don't know, I might look a little loony just out there wandering around in the front yard in my rope. And my slippers so we got a really good laugh out of that although of course at first I was not really amused at all um, you know it took a couple of times of watching the video and realizing like how other people would interpret this before you know I started to really find the humor in it and then when I found the humor in it I really couldn't stop laughing and the point where I really started to find everything funny is when my husband asked me point blank, did you look at a package on the porch and then just leave it there and come back inside? I looked at him and I said, well, of course not. Why would I do that? Well, of course, that was caught on video. It didn't even occur to me. I felt like, you know, that 12-year-old kid or that five-year-old toddler who got caught with chocolate all over their face. No, I wasn't in the chocolate, Mom. I swear, I didn't eat those Oreo cookies, you know. And so that's what it felt like when I was watching that video. And so I'm in my in my um, fluffy pink bathrobe, and I've got my hair covered by my bandana. And this particular bandana is multicolored. It's covered in elephants. It's fantastic. I love it. But you can very clearly see me on the video, look at the package, check the name on the package, see that the package is not for me, and then just leave it there. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. Um, But, so that was, that was the moment where I really started to find the humor in the whole situation. I don't know if maybe you guys find it funny too, but um, I do know that my husband threatened to post that video on his Facebook feed. So, you know, maybe other people find it funny. Who knows? Okay, so that is your last blooper for today. And I hope otherwise that you've enjoyed the show, um, learned a new writing technique for talking with your inner voice or your inner critic maybe and got to have some good chuckles and laugh and hopefully not my expense that we're laughing at this together and not at me. Okay. Well, thank you all for listening and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. This has been the Dandelion Roots Podcast. Thank you for joining us today you can continue to show your support by becoming a monthly podcast subscriber. Don't forget to check out our website link on the main podcast page to show your support by joining my yoga studio at the Mountain Goddess LLC nestled in the beautiful mountains of Colorado. I have a fabulous virtual yoga monthly membership program with yoga flows Monday meditations, weekly Dharma talks on yoga philosophy, and more. Click on that website link for more details and pricing. And remember, together we co-create our success. Thank you.